Hey folks, it's David Bourne from NewWildMedia.com, and welcome to episode five of the Stay Creative podcast, Practical Ways to Live More Inspired Lives. In this episode, I talk with Scott Perry, who's the founder of Creative on Purpose, and he's also the author of two books about creativity and uh, making a difference in this world. Uh, The latest one has just come out in the fall of 2018. It's titled Endeavor, Cultivate Excellence While Making a Difference. Uh, The earlier book is called The Stoic Creative Handbook, and it details the connections between ancient Stoic philosophy and creativity. And uh, we'll talk more about that second book and those uh, concepts in in, in part two of this two-part series. But in this first part, we talk a lot about uh, his his latest book, Endeavor, Cultivating Excellence While Making a Difference. Uh, we primarily talk about just the creative process, where inspiration comes from, uh, or actually where it doesn't come from, uh, where people kind of think it comes from. Uh, we also talk about the, the supreme importance of focusing on helping people and how that focus is so critical to making a bigger difference and to, uh, as Scott says, don't approach his his work as a self-help book. It's a help others book. So let's dig into part one. Hey, folks, it's David Bourne from NewWildMedia.com, and we're trying a little something different. Of course, everything's different for me because this is a a, a new broadcast, the Stay Creative Project, and I've got Scott Perry with me today. Hi, Scott. Hey, David. Thanks so much for the opportunity to talk with you today. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And um, I just wanted to first of all say uh, that Scott is... uh, is a, a seasoned pro at podcasting, uh, and he's just uh, he's written two books. Is that right? Is it only two at this point, Scott? Uh, two books and a pamphlet. Okay. Uh, so when I found Scott, I thought, wow, this guy's really doing a ton. And uh, so let me let me just to give folks an introduction, Scott. I'm going to read the cover of your book. This is your latest book, Endeavor. It came out just uh, a few weeks ago, right? It did. Right right around the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. So, Endeavor, thrive through work aligned with your values, talents, and tribe. Step into what's next with integrity and tension. And so this is by Scott Perry, founder of Creative On Purpose and author of The Stoic Creative. Great. Well, thanks, Scott. I'm going to shut up and uh, and, uh, let us tell you about your work. How do you you, um, introduce yourselves to folks? Well, I am Scott Perry, husband, father, teacher, and musician, and I also own and operate uh, and take out the trash for a little dog and pony operation known as Creative on Purpose. And Creative on Purpose is a growth, an outgrowth of my graduating from a program called the Alt NBA. I graduated from the sixth sixth session of that Seth Godin program. Uh, and I graduated from that program with uh, having been deeply transformed by it. I had gone in wanting to kind of level up in my journey as a musician and as a guitar teacher. And I exited that program 
with the idea that what I really wanted to do was to marry my lifelong interest in creativity and creative expression and my lifelong interest in Stoic philosophy, the ancient Hellenistic um, philosophy from Athens and Rome. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have a clear idea how those two things were going to be put together. I just knew that they had worked, putting those two things together had worked for me. And over the course of the last few years, I have spent uh, just an immense amount of time blogging and broadcasting on those two subjects. And that's really primarily what Creative On Purpose is. It's, It's the home of my blog and broadcast. And it's also the platform through which I engage with my audience. Um, and it's, you know, m- both of my books are kind of published as projects done through Creative on, Pro- uh, Creative on Purpose. So Creative on Purpose is simply uh, this idea that we can cultivate excellence by engaging in work that enhances the lives of others. And I'm fascinated to maybe learn a little bit about your your enterprise because I, I love I, I love the name. Uh, I began by just having to start with defining what creativity meant to me, and I decided that creativity is simply the act of bringing something forth into the world that had not previously existed. And as you were indicating in your opening comments, therefore everything is an act of creation. This conversation is an act of creation that we are collaborating on. Uh, afterwards, I'm going to run into the kitchen and make myself a sandwich, and that will be an act of creation. And I'll probably dash off a couple of emails before I hop on my next Zoom. And then I'm going to go into my guitar studio, and I'm going to corrupt the youth of my little town with guitar lessons. And you know, these are all creative endeavors. And creative creativity, I feel, levels up into artistry when we do work when we when we engage in our creative endeavors with a greater sense of integrity and intention and we do them out loud in public for others art has to be something that is done for an audience and so i i see creativity as the basic human impulse that we all have even those that would deny that they have that impulse, it's there. It's how you learned how to do everything interesting in your life, including walking and talking. <laughs> um, and, you know, my, my mission is to get more people to accept and develop their creative instinct, but also to encourage and inspire them to level up into artistry and endeavors that will enhance their lives by elevating the lives of others. Wow. That's awesome. I think you've, uh, you've encapsulated what I'm trying to do in different ways. Uh, I do a lot of technical stuff as well, teaching people how to do digital media, which I'm fascinated with and, and just love. But part of my stumbling block is I started down the technical road and then I realized, you know, there's a lot more here. The reason I'm doing this, there's something to it. And it, the, the one thing that really stands out is doing it for others is huge. You say in your book early on, uh, this is not a self-help book. This is, and, and how do you say it? This is a book that... A, a help, so this is not a self-help book. It's a help others book. A help others book. Okay. And that seems to be very central to what 
you do. Plus, it's also, well, you know, I've got 13,000 Evernotes. Mm. Um, <laughs> a lot of those are ideas that I plan to get out there, but I haven't gotten out all of them yet. You know, and I think a lot of people are like that. You know, we create, but there's a difference between sharing your creations. So talk a little bit about that, how, you, how your journey has informed those ideas for you. Sure. Well, um, I'm going to first encourage you to refresh your version of my ebook because I've actually changed the. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and which is, which is fine. It's I, I'm, I'm, I'm having to, so, and this is actually a really interesting part of the creative process. And, and so I released the book as, as an ebook only intentionally because okay. I do plan on releasing a, a physical book, but I wanted to prototype and test the, 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 the book, the title, you know, the, the, the structure and so forth with a real audience. And so hmm. what I found was, uh, that the, the, although the, I, I feel that the title endeavor is really resonating strongly with people. I, I, I was getting a little static and people were not quite understanding um, the the part about uh, thrive through work that aligns with your values, talents, and tribe, which is an, a very essential part of the first part of the book. Um, and then the integrity and intention piece in the second half of the subtitle, uh, just, it's a little, uh, it just felt like it was a little bit too much to serve as a, as a, gentle introduction to what mm -hmm. I was getting at. So currently the subtitle, and this is the subtitle going forward is cultivate excellence while making a difference. Hmm. And I, this is at the heart of what I've been trying to do ever since 2016, which is I, you know, as we all know, that was, uh, you know, we, over the past few years, there's been, a lot of uh, turmoil. There's been a, a lot of divisive. Uh, you know, people are very divided. People mm -hmm. are very tribal. People. Um, there's a lot of certainty and overconfidence in the world. In fact, that seems to be the, the only thing that we want to reward. And it doesn't matter if you're certain in confidence about things that are true or not true. In fact, um, the more untrue they are, the more certain you can become, and, and the more you seem to be rewarded. And I wanted to. I wanted to present an alternative and that alternative is to engage in, in conversations and in collaborations and communications where you are invited to be more curious hmm. and more courageous because hmm. certainty and confidence are the tools of the status quo. And I'm deeply uh, believe that the status quo is overdue for some changing for some improving. And you can't change the status quo when you reward people that have mastered the status quo. So by mm -hmm. opening up this conversation where we can talk about possibility and opportunity and instead um, cultivate curiosity and courage and creativity, we can start to explore what's possible instead of what is. And mm -hmm. we can find opportunities that where we can leverage our better angels and create a world where instead of a very few um, of the, the, the certain and the confident capitalizing on all the rewards to where we can all 
do a little bit better and share a little bit more of the bounty that that's around us. So the, this, this is a self-help book, or this is not a self-help book. This is a help others book became a real important focus for me because I assert that our lives are more, are, are more enhanced when we are doing what we do in service to others, that our lives are elevated when we're enhancing the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And I've simply, you know, I, I have at first anecdotal experience about that as a musician and as a teacher, that the best musicians I've ever played with and the tri- kind of musician I try to be is a musician that while I am on stage trying to express myself and making sure that I'm doing everything within my power to promote and support your ability to do the exact same. And as a teacher, which is what I consider to be my primary occupation, Mm. I am deeply, deeply committed to helping everyone. I don't just teach, teach, um, you know, elementary and high school kids. I, I teach adults and, uh, you know, all levels and many, many different genres. I, I'm mostly interested in encouraging my students to not only learn this craft of music making, but to develop and share their own unique voice and their own unique gifts and to build uh, music as a language languages are used to connect communicate and collaborate and that's what i am trying to promote with my students Uh, i don't consider myself a guitar instructor i consider myself a guitar guide and the Mm -hmm. purpose of a guide is to get you going on your way and eventually uh, guide themselves out of a job and help empower you to be the captain of your own ship and the steward of your own journey. And it's worked really well for me because as I have shepherded uh, students through their journey, I have found that there's more coming up behind them. Uh, There doesn't seem to be any shortage of aspiring guitar players. Uh, And even though it may appear that there's a lot of other guitar teachers in the world and a lot of other ways to learn the guitar than there were even five or 10 years ago. What I have found is that the more noise there is about how you learn to play the guitar, the more opportunities there are for committed, empathetic, generous, honest, authentic teachers to Mm. make a living doing doing that work because people know when they are being seen and heard people Mm. know when they are being taken care of people know when they feel belonging. And if you can provide all those things as a guitar teacher or as a mom or as a school teacher or as a manager or a freelancer or an entrepreneur, then you are going to work. You're Mm. going to be able to make a living. That's interesting. Um, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. You've got uh, these these sort of parallel worlds because I know you're also uh, a coach online, but you're a coach uh, in your hometown and uh, teaching guitar students, and and so uh, sounds like those two inform each other. Or can you talk a little bit about the coaching online that you do and 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 uh, 
I mean, how, how long have you been doing that? And, and, and I guess one of the questions that, that I, the ultimate question I want to answer with my series is how do you stay inspired? Like what inspires you? Oh, wow. And so, cause I feel like if we can answer that. We can always yeah, keep inspiration, going. Inspiration's a funny thing. It's, it's, um, I, I have found that it's not something that, um, enjoys being looked for. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it doesn't, I've never gone on a, I've never gone out looking for inspiration and um, had a lot of success finding. Um, sometimes I, 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 I think I've convinced myself that I found the inspiration that I need uh, or want, but um, many, almost in every instance, that it was not the inspiration that I needed. Hmm. What I have found to be a way to attract inspiration and to invite it is to think of myself as simply the medium or the transmitter of whatever inspiration wants hmm. to hmm. to bring forth and that the way that rather than me going out looking for inspiration if i sit myself down in my chair and i get to work every day then inspiration knows where to find me. And when inspiration <laughs> decides that they have an idea that I might be a good candidate for bringing forth into the world, then, then inspiration just comes and gives me a gentle, gentle tap on the shoulder and says, and whispers in my ear, Hey, I think this might work. And then it's up to me, right? Mm. But the, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that our work doesn't come from us, but that, our work happens through us that we are, you know, and, and Elizabeth Gilbert speaks very beautifully and persuasively to this in her Ted talk and in some of her books like um, big magic. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've believed this for a long time. Just again, I, I reference my lifelong affection for stoic philosophy, which um, is for, for listeners that don't know anything about, the ancient Stoic philosophy, um, it is not, has absolutely nothing to do with facing life's um, challenges and, and hardships with a stiff upper lip and grim determination. It's, it's about flourishing uh, as a human being, experiencing a sense of flourishing as a human being through all of life's triumphs and travails. And it's, presents a very pragmatic set of principles and concepts and exercises that you can employ for that purpose. And so I, and, and Stoicism is very much a philosophy that encourages the pursuit of purpose and the cultivation mm -hmm. of character. Hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the Stoics say that all that's required for happiness is the, uh, virtue, but virtue is uh, maybe not the best choice of words in the modern age. I would, the meaning for the ancient Greek and Roman Stoics is that it's the, the cultivation of excellence of character that is all that's required for being happy uh, or experiencing a sense of thriving and flourishing. And so, to your uh, so to your question about inspiration, I get up and I work every day, whether inspiration shows up or not. And what mm -hmm. I have found is uh, there's there's actually a, a great quote from Somerset Mom. It's one of my favorites. He was asked 
sir, do you write when you're, do you write on a schedule or do you write when you're inspired? And he paused and thought for a minute. He said, well, in fact, I, I only write when I'm inspired. Fortunately, inspiration shows up every morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You know, and that was, uh, that just speaks to that idea that, and Stephen Pressfield, another favorite yeah. of mine talks about this, that you, you show, you, you get up, you lace up your boots, you sit down at your desk, you pull out your keyboard and you start typing and you type yeah. until, and you type and, you know, and, until you're done, you know, for, it can be however long you have. But I think Pressfield says that he types for about four hours every day. Um, so I think that's a really important part. It's, it's important. We have this idea that creativity and art is this airy fairy thing that is all about passion and inspiration. It's not, it's creativity is, is about understanding your motivation, understanding your intention, understanding your aspiration, and then putting your shoulder to the wheel and doing what is necessary to bring that work to be, and then to bring it in front of an audience. And that ends part one of my two-part conversation with Scott Perry. You can find Scott at BeCreativeOnPurpose.com, where you can buy his two books, Endeavor and the Stoic Creative Handbook. You can also sign up for his email list, which in fact, if you do that, you'll get four chapters from the Endeavor book for free. So that's kind of cool. You should definitely do that. This has been David Bourne from newwildmedia.com. I hope to see you there or wherever you happen to hang out online. Take care.